Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Infinity Train, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heitzen, and today I'm joined by a bunch of people, which we'll introduce as they give their thoughts on the Infinity Train, not series finale, but whatever season finale that aired uh, tonight on Cartoon Network, night five of the Infinity Train event, which was, as disclosed at the end of the episode, not the end of the show. We, it will return in some capacity, so um, we, we've got the season finale of season one of Infinity Train here, episodes nine and ten, the past car and the engine, and very excited to talk about how we were right, how we were wrong, etc. The, the, what, what we learned about the train and ev- all of its inhabitants. Uh, make sure you've seen these episodes. Obviously, big spoilers for all of season one of Infinity Train. Check out OverlyAnimated.com. Search for us on iTunes, your favorite podcatcher, and our YouTube is YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. Okay, uh, give me the brief reactions to everything we saw. How are you feeling? Let's start with uh, Michelle Ander. I okay, so part of me is very satisfied, right? We we got cow redemption. Blink, it was important. It was not was important not. for the reason I thought, but it was important. Um Juan Juan was a huge deal for the train, and he was like basically the key. I did not see it coming that he was also the conductor, but that I mean that's really interesting, and it makes a lot of sense. Um I I don't know if it's a hot take, but I'm not sure that this stuck the landing in terms of like the overall message, but we'll talk about it. Okay. So yeah. Okay. General thoughts. Nice. Nice. Um, Sarah Potter, what are, what are your thoughts right now? Uh, I just like to say that I called it in terms of the overall theme we're going for, because the ending uh, arc for Tulip is exactly what I said it was in the last podcast. She had to understand, she got to leave, but the sh- the show she was able to leave before the end of this story but her arc on the show ended when she was able to reach out to the conductor amelia and through her own problems empathize with the conductor this person that had hurt her and i think that was really great and i really loved that and i'm interested to hear what michelle has to say about it not landing okay (laughs) oh boy (laughs) uh alex bonio how are you feeling uh, uh, is, that, is that an emotion? <laughs> I think that's it, Dylan. I think we can move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, um, what what the heck happened is my reaction. I feel like I got I got on a roller coaster that like at the very end it like took very hard turns without banking, and so now my head feels like it's been shaken. Um, I feel weird that it did turn out that the train is basically just like, hey, learn to move past your family and get get move forward but like it seems to be a supernatural train that's teaching us a lesson which makes me feel very strange as michelle is also echoing in the background so <laughs> is that what she's yeah. saying okay <laughs> yeah yeah uh april collins give us your thoughts um i'm like i'm like awestruck and i don't know if it's like i mean a lot happened. Like, a lot happened. Um, and props to Sarah for calling this, because that was beautiful. So, well done. Um, wow. Like, I feel like I have more questions, and I'm, I'm glad we got answers. 
And I'm just really excited to talk about all of this. Also, I'm really glad that Atticus is back because I was really concerned <laughs> for okay. his Yeah. So, and you know what? I'm really glad that Tulip was able to um, bring it together and accept her current situation and open up to another person. So that's all well and good. Um, yeah. <laughs> that Those are my initial thoughts. Okay. And Sam Quattro, what, what are you thinking, Sam? All right, I don't want to be like I'm disappointed, because I'm not. But, you know, I was kind of expecting a little bit more in terms of, like, the lore and, like, the deepness of it. It's very interesting where we landed with what the train essentially is. We didn't get solid answers, but we'll discuss what the train means. But, yeah, I was kind of, like... It's interesting that it's not completely connected to Tulip, but I'm kind of disappointed that it wasn't, because, like, I want it to be just, like, Tulip's train. It's hers. Mm -hmm. Nobody else's. That's where I'm at. But, you know, whatever. One one is my son. The end. (laughs) I'm the train. You're the train. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're the, exactly. Yeah, you're the train. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Sam was, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this, this ending. Um, this is, uh, there's a lot of answers, I think, and I'm like very happy about a few things, and then I'm a little questionable on a, on a few others. Um, but I'm not like super upset about anything. Like this is the ending that uh, that we outlined, which is the we answer the tulip stuff and maybe the stuff in front of us, but not the ultimate train stuff because we're getting more episodes. And I, I and I think we talked about it, like that's the best scenario because we'll get to answer these bigger mysteries at at a later point. But I also think like while they left the train, like what, how it got there and really specifically what it is, they did answer a lot of stuff about the train. Like, um, you know, the train is, is constantly running across time, across the world. There's other passengers on board. Um, you know, we learned that if your number at zero, you get, you get to go home. Um, one, one's the, the big, the big things are like one, one is the, the true conductor. And we learn who the, the identity of the the conductor that was in front of us. I think those were like really successful for me. Um, I love anything with like flashback romance, like backstory things. Like, so I was eating up the Ulrich and Amelia stuff. Like, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it was yeah. so good. I knew it. <laughs> I, I love that being like the yeah. I mean, it's just like such an important part of the night, and uh, that being like the foundation for the conductor is it was wonderful. It's very, very like uh, up up esque. You get like a sequence of flashbacks about a romance that ends in uh, one of them being alive and it's sad and stuff, and uh, then they like subvert it. And Amelia was the one. It was an Ulrich. Um, I think all that's wonderful. The things that I'm questionable about are not explaining the train, which I'm I've accepted, and. Uh, and I think the big thing everyone's questioning is like, I, I just, I don't understand what the numbers mean even after the show ends. Like it's some yeah. form of like growth. Um, and yeah. that's the biggest thing I'm questioning, yeah. which I think that goes like everyone here. Um, you know, I would have, I guess, I guess I would have liked that explained more. Like, you know, like why, why is her number so, so high, Amelia? Like it's, it's, she hasn't accepted anything. She hasn't moved on. She hasn't become a good person. I, I was waiting for the show to explain it to me a little bit more. Um, she spent her whole life running away from her problems. No, she look. didn't! She only spent it, part of her adult life after her husband died running away from her problems. It, it's it's a very... Th- like, I was very worried about a metaphorical ending. 
And for the most part, it wasn't. This is a literal train, literally, for some reason, running across space and time of Earth. Um, but the, the thing that was metaphorical was the number. So that's the, yes. you know, that's going to be the part I'm most, but, but I think like, for the most part, I would say my initial take is they pulled it off because it connects so much to Tulip's arc. And that was like the strongest part of the yeah. show. Like, so I think that's what yeah. they're going for. And, um, you know, I think we'll, we, we can, I don't know, we could talk about the number. I think that's the biggest question. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think Michelle is worried about this being like a morality thing is, is I, I don't think it was that specifically, but I also don't think it was not that. <laughs> Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, it's, <laughs> we like just watched it. So it's, it's hard to kind of parse out like a yeah. culmination of everything, but I, I, I did feel kind of mixed about it watching it. And I don't, I'm not sure if that's just because her whole kind of monologue with Amelia just felt like kind of painfully on the nose about her own situation in the divorce or if like the bigger idea of like the fact that she needs to move past the, she needs to forgive her parents and have empathy for their side, like is a fair thing for again, the train to be doing to her right now. Like I, I like, I get the, like the nice idea of like, you know, like he uses both sides to every story. And, you know, it, part of growing up is realizing, you know, it's not always about you and other people like, you know, suffered from the divorce, not just you. And it, it brings you closer as a family. But there, there's something kind of twisted and wrong with that, too, just because of the whole, like, yeah, like, Amelia's locked on this train forever because she can't accept her own reality. But again, like, why is the train the one that gets to make that decision? But, I, but it isn't. Like, like, it isn't the one that gets to make the decision because um, Tulip didn't walk through the door when she got to zero. Like, I think the train has less to do with, like, them leaving than I think they think it does if that makes sense because Tulip didn't leave the second she got a door and the train didn't like get mad at her for going on to keep staying on the train yeah, but also, I mean, we have one one wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, I think ostensible. I like this analysis that we're starting to get to from Sarah. How about to start with the the service level reading is the train picks people up when they're running away from their life is what yeah. I would say. That's the common thread between Tulip and. And yeah. Amelia, um, which is what like, April yeah. said. April hypothesized that it would like pick people up when they're in emotional turmoil, and that seems about right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, which is a good call. I think specifically, maybe they're like running away from accepting what's going on, and then their number counts down until they can accept their lives. That would be my surface level simple explanation. And then once they accept it, they can get off. So it's like uh, n- a vehicle of nature to help people cope with uh, their life. A train is in yeah. nature. Why not? <laughs> it's like, okay, the it's train a is a vehicle of therapy to help you. So it is therapy. I, 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 so I say nature because it's just a thing that exists and has always existed and just runs on its own. And like, it, there's a system and people like, it, it, it's not like, it, it seems like it's just happening. Like, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Nature just happens and it just continues. And, and it seems like this train is just a part of this, this, this universe that just happens and picks random people up and ejects them back out. And, uh, uh, yeah, like it's not like one. There was there was a malicious actor on Tulip's train, but it's because she she like 
co 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 coverted or whatever nature like she uh, she took over it and she disrupted the natural process well i like i like the idea of it just like you know like it, it's a form of nature in itself you know helping people get past the roughness of trying to run away from their problems but again like you can't leave the train until you accept it and that could take very different people different amounts of time and that's like kind of concerning just because it worked out for tulip doesn't mean it works out for everyone clearly it doesn't work out for me yeah well yeah i mean concerning in that it's not like uh great yeah i mean much like nature our nature nature our nature is not good it's not bad either it's just, it just exists and uh it seems like true uh, so like this it's is just, just a thing that, that's just it's just there right like i feel like that's what it is and i think like i was you know we i think what i like about this what, at least what's unique and i'm really liking it thinking about it is that this is, is a metaphorical ending because the train represents coping or like moving on and it's like a literal representation of that concept but it's also tangible within the mythology of their world like they didn't take a root like they didn't take that it was all a dream route and it's all like a literal metaphor like it, it is tangible in their world but it's also a metaphor which i think is a really interesting direction um but yeah i mean does anyone have a different read on so sarah you brought up an interesting point of like it, it, it's they can only get off when they're number but like at the same time they can go in a different direction yeah. yeah the train the train is able to open paths for them that's what it seems to be that's what seems to be clear but the train isn't like the like well it, it isn't set in stone like it's not like this glorious like this is morality like this is what you should do because like i think we all agree that the Tulip shouldn't have gone through the door then because she saved Atticus. She helped people by staying longer. But the train at that point was like, hey, you're good now. You can leave. You can go home. Like, you did it. You're a full person right now. But she went on and did something good still. I, I don't, like, that doesn't fit in my head of a train that's, like, forcing people to get better than sending them home. Like, there's something more here. I just don't think we have enough pieces to figure it out. So, yeah, do you yeah, think there's more to the story with the train? Yeah, I think there's more. I okay. think there's a, I think the train is doing something a little bit more subtle or a little more nuanced than just, like, fixing people and then sending them home. Alex. Hmm. I, the problem with that is that for most of the first half of this series, Tulip is, I want to go home. The train will not let her go home unless yeah. she completes certain uh, certain yeah. emotional milestones. So there is something moralistic to it. I, I can agree with the potential interpretation that maybe there's something a little bit more uh, complex going on than just, just accepting that life changes and you shouldn't run away from your problems. Maybe there's more to it than that. But I definitely think that there is a moral element to it and and that you have to like meet this train's standards in yes. order for it to provide the the the, the avenue for you but, to. But what I'm saying is that I don't think the train is like perfectly moral. I'm saying that like the train clearly isn't perfectly moral because Tulip leaving the train when she gets to zero is like clearly not the moral option in her eyes. Because she sees it as like, why would I leave my friends behind? And I am inclined to agree with her. Like, well, I, I guess moral might be the wrong word then if you're interpreting it in that way. Because I, I, like, I feel like it's more that the train is focused on one specific part mm -hmm. of your of your 
being like like the the part of like saving the friend in my eyes is separate from why tulip was stuck on this train in the first place yeah no totally so i mean you you could connect them with like okay well it has to do with the empathy that she developed over the course of being on this train and and that's the reason why she stayed on to, to save atticus so you could connect it like that but I don't think that that's strong enough a connection to be like, oh, the train is fine with it being there. I think it's just, okay, you finished yeah. the thing I wanted you to do. Here's the door if you want to leave. Exactly. That's what yeah. I thought. It's like, as long as you complete it, it's not going to do anything else to you. But it's not going to help you before you do, do what it wants, essentially, to open the door. Right. It's just a thing that's happening. So, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on this, uh, the train is nature. So, I'm gonna, I want to talk about this more because... Um, I like, it's a natural process. I, I think it's like, so some, uh, a philosophy I have that I think is, is true of life is that, uh, nature is not, is not uh, a good or bad thing. I think this is a, th- a logical fallacy. A lot of people have in the world. It's a big, like vegetarian talking point, but like, uh, like nature itself is, uh, it, like some people think like, uh, you get ahead of you, the strong, will a st- strong, fit a strongest survive, right? Like, so that's, yeah. yes, but yeah. that's not like a good thing. Like, yes, that happens in nature, but nature is a, nature is amoral um humans have developed a sense of morality and they can be above natural processes we, we have free will it's a, it's a very high level thing but like right. um we we can do things we can make decisions we can decide what's right or wrong so the train itself so like i would say the train itself is amoral it's just a thing that's happening it's like animals mm-hmm. eating each other it's not like saying it's good or bad um and then tulip and then pe- but the passengers on the train t- to tulip and amelia have like gotten over nature by i guess once their numbers are hitting zero and amelia uses it for bad i guess in terms of like although i really think amelia didn't do that much wrong uh looking back honestly no! but she did she uh she's like using it for selfish means a uh, tulip like doesn't leave the train she like uses it to help her friends that's good she, she can take their own actions um but yeah, I don't know. Just this concept of the train is just like an amoral force. It's really just something that's happening. It's it's like I think the counterpoint against that is it like picks you up to try to fix you. That is kind exactly. of what it seems right. like. It's right, it's yeah. nurturing. It's not nature. It's nurture <laughs> because but, like it's a little, literally like trying to get. It's, you it's to interesting because because it, it kind of is. It's like making its judgments, but it's also just like a thing that's happening, right? Like it doesn't seem like there's any force behind it I, from what we can see. I just think we can't decide whether it's nature or nurture, because I think that's actually a really interesting discussion, Dylan, until we know why. Because we still don't know what this storm is. We still don't know, like, how this train keeps running, because it seems like there's a reason it's doing this. Like, it seems like there's a reason beyond just, like, we're picking up broken people to fix them, because there's a lot of people. How can that not be the reason? I mean, again, the Polar Express is, is such a good example. <laughs> the Polar Express shows there's up a lot of Polar Express here. here. Yeah. Only to take children to Santa who are worthy of Santa. One purpose does it every year for one reason. Why can't this train just be the train that picks up people running away from their problems with the intent purpose of making them face their realities, basically? Because every other part of the train has had an explicit purpose, has had a purpose within, like, an internal logic to it. And I'm in, in my head, this doesn't fit the internal logic of like why like someone had to either have made the train to do this or the train is doing this for a reason in of itself that's what i'm saying like it doesn't make sense that this train just appeared out of nowhere and just started doing this like 
did whoever made one one or one one itself like why did one one start doing this why did one one start helping people because that's i think we haven't really touched on that one one's the conductor one one controls all this like is one one the one deciding who gets help yeah one uh not one 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 is the one sorry uh, sorry (laughs) not really sorry self is one she yeah he gets she gets called one one once at the end in this last night right but uh uh so i i love the questions you're asking sarah i i wanted those questions answered yeah but the see, I don't. I think I would say the season was not interested in answering. No, it, it so. wasn't. And I, I think it's for the betterment of like Tulip's story. But now I really want this to be answered. I, and I also want that answered. And I really want the later seasons to explore this. But in terms of like analyzing this season, I think that for our purposes, the train is has no higher purpose that we're aware of. Um, I didn't. Yeah. So like like it, it's early. It, I mean, like if it did, like would that affect you know the the. The, the what we learn from from this season or what the season is saying i think that's gonna be interesting like how do you yeah, like a, i mean so i mean it would but we don't know if that's even gonna happen like we don't know what's gonna happen if, in the next iteration of this so i think like we should only look at this at face value because this is these 10 episodes are all we have and that's what we should base our yeah I, I, I agree yeah. with that for now yeah but but i also think that if this didn't say that this was coming back i think this is a very different finale in terms of whether i like it or not because knowing that there's more stuff after this in terms of this show like i'm no longer worried about them not explaining it but because i know there's more like i'm yeah. okay it just gives you that sense of like uh well we'll get to it yeah you know these yeah, questions like, will, will be answered we can focus on the stuff we're focusing on for now yeah. um yeah, I, I so I, I I like this type of ending. I think, like I said, more than like a kind of purely metaphorical ending, maybe an over the garden wall type ending. I think I prefer like the, it's more tangible. Like the world, it, it does have this in, this infinity train. We don't really know what's going on at a super high level with it, but it, it exists and um, it, it's like affected Tulip's life and it probably took her away from her parents for like several months, which she didn't, I guess, talk that much about at the end, but um, that's what it seems like. And uh, it affected Amelia's life tangibly. So um, I, 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 I'm happy with definitely this aspect of the ending. And I think it, it, it's kind of having its cake and eating it too. It's like, it's, it's not, it's not delegitimizing everything that happened previously in the in the in the show by making it all a dream or something but it's also still getting the benefits of that by answer by having these this metaphorical ending that thematically is tying into tulip's arc so much i i that that's i guess that's my read of the intent of it right now and i i i kind of really like that yeah uh, i like it too yeah, what? Okay, so, so I don't know. There's not too much to say about the, the, the high-level train because it answered. I mean, we could talk more about the numbers. Like, um, does anyone have a different read on what they represent in terms of other than, like, moving towards closure or moving on? I mean, it's... I mean, it, not really. I, yeah, that seems to be it. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that seemed to be, like, how it fell into place, I guess, is just that as soon then, as you, like... Be, like you come to terms with whatever is taking place in your life, then your number reach zero, reaches zero or finding, I guess, accepting some type of normalcy with your situation. But and, and again, that would also like explain why Amelia's number is so high because she's so far away from like what it is that the train has her working on, like because she's yeah. she's like literally fighting it. So <laughs> I feel like the episode said something about the number. Um, it, it said that it all it really said is that it goes, it can go up and down. Down. Yeah. yeah. The cat, I think the cat said something at some point. Oh, um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. But um, yeah, we will talk about the cat, but uh, 
it's why you're why you're still on the train um yeah. the number or no that's not okay but that's before but uh okay i'll go th- we'll go through that line then i can we can parse things more um how about reactions to one one being uh one one being the true conductor of the train and uh and one one's mom being the train itself i guess right is the intention yeah. and yeah. and and one one's mom was the a hole in like a donut like he was li- one one was actually was their mom was actually a hole. One like one they was the donut, donut which yeah. was in the he, donut. Hole. Oh my god! Yeah. One one was the donut. the donut hole. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Also, so also, I think I also called it that. One one was shaped like the orbs that they were taking out of the train. Yeah. Yeah, he's the true. And the orb, one we saw yeah. on the wall. Yeah. The true orb that's controlling things. Yeah, he is a Munchkin Samurai. Yes, the little yeah, donut. Yeah. Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> that's the true <laughs> message of this show, right? Uh, what, what, yeah, Sam, how do you feel about about one one being so important to the train at the end? Um, well, we kind of called it. Yeah. No, like I, I don't remember who. I'm sorry, guys, but somebody said a couple of days ago, "What if one one is the real conductor?" I was like, "Oh yeah." So, like, it wasn't too much of a surprise, but I like it because he's my baby, and I'm glad that like. He's in charge and just do things for people. Um, in terms of how it works narratively, I mean, you've seen this kind of thing before. It's definitely a trope that I don't know. Not to say that tropes are bad, obviously, but it's like, oh yeah, the the thing that's been following us for like five weeks is actually super important to the yeah, plot. It's a typical choice. Who would have thought? <laughs> So, like, like, it was alright. It wasn't... It kind of, like, goes on the pile of things I was not super impressed with with the finale. In a miniseries, I don't think you can really have the space for any of these things to not be important. Like, I just don't think they have the... Like, they just don't have the runtime to be like, hey, here's just some fun side characters. Like, every character here has either a purpose to tulip or the plot moving forward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, did anyone really like the one-one twist? I mean, I'm honestly kind of confused why he's the conductor. Because, like, what do his two personalities have to do with being a good yeah. conductor? He's either really happy or really sad. What, but when they're what? together, it balances out. So he's, it like, kind, neutral? Okay. It kind of reminded me of Inside Out, where, like, there was this meeting of happiness and sadness, and that was important. Yeah. But I didn't, it, like, oh, nothing. Okay. Some feeling, the feeling <laughs> of what's happening never really coalesced in my brain. And it feels like we're not going to it feels like we're not supposed to know really until later. Yeah, in maybe the, we'll find out more flashback, later. We we had the 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 shy kid and like the the lady who's a bit more brash. I initially thought, oh, is this like how one one got started? <laughs> like oh, that <laughs> two different personalities, <laughs> <laughs> like turned into robots. So that That's also what I thought. That would have been fun. I thought one of them was going to be the train itself or something. Like I thought so too. <laughs> right? like, I was like waiting for it. Ulrich is the train. Wow. Dude, I would have been so happy if like one of these people turned into a train or got built into a train or like Amelia built a train because Ulrich died. Like, yeah. Oh, we, I thought so- she had like built like that thing to be like her fake husband, but she was just riding around inside it the whole time, and I, I, that really kind of like broke my immersion. <laughs> but what was up with the steward episode. though? Then I don't yeah, know. It's She's like, she's, look, she's the ultimate warrior. She's got a mech suit. I hate she's her. got a robot sidekick. <laughs> okay, so... like, she's got a 
she's got everything. So I, th- I think the steward is naturally a part of the train. It's supposed yeah. to be one one steward. It's so um, creepy yeah. though. But so that's Maybe that's it's just not part supposed to be creepy. Yeah, I mean, I they had a lot of arms. That's pretty creepy. And then eye guns, which I still don't. Yeah, understand. that's yeah, that's not. Yeah, why does it need the guns? It's true. Did she? Yeah, did she outfit this the Stuart to make it more violent? But the train naturally yeah, had cannons on it. So the train yeah. itself, there are hints of like what the train meant. The train had like these cannons on the front. So the the train is uh, not maybe as uh, neutral as it seems. Maybe or it's like ready to enforce its neutrality or something like. Uh, whoever made this or whatever mythical what, being or I don't know. After we saw that the cannon that we used to change Atticus from a dog into like a cockroach thing, like my idea, my, my understanding of the cannons was that like it was maybe like using the cannons to make tracks or something. Like it was bringing something into mm, the world so okay. keep moving. And maybe that's how it like moves to Earth. Like it spawns like a portal to Earth, goes through with the cannons and then goes back. Yeah. Um, talking about th- that could be really interesting. I mean, the, all these questions, these are like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But I have no, you know, yeah, you know, we have no idea. Right? No yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think we're really supposed to know, yeah. like, considering the fact that, like, it will return at some point. So, like, all of this stuff that's, like, unanswered, I'm like, okay, well, I guess it doesn't matter right now. Yeah. We'll just, but, we'll see. But it does feel important. Like, nothing here feels like it's just, like, tossed aside. It feels like it's just, yeah. like, it wasn't important to Tulip's story, but it is important. Yeah. I like I like that there's, like, little things that are, like, oh, this might be important about yeah. the larger train story. By the way, uh, Infinity Train will return without giving it any sort of uh, time oh, yeah. is such a Cartoon Network move. So that's that's great. Yeah. Like, is it next year? I don't know. Maybe. Or it'll be, like, four <laughs> years now. It'll just randomly show. We're up. leaving the throw. The, we didn't even get the uh, Rick and Morty. This is coming back probably in a year and a half or later. Like, you know, this is, <laughs> I don't know what you prefer, this or it that. Will like, return in three weeks <laughs> it'll return in they like could, five yeah. years when tulips like dad dies or something so she has to get over that well, so, so <laughs> speaking of this oh I th- my I- gosh but now she knows exactly what to do to appease the train yeah yeah so she's figured out the train one. secrets I-, I i think tulip won't be in the next the next season yeah i don't uh, think I think, I think I think one one and Atticus ha- are could be in because they're still on the train in the cat, but I think Tulip's not not going to be in the season. I, I agree. The cat will but, be the main character. No, but I think I think it'll be about a different person on the train. But we still have a way to have Tulip's um, like influence felt because we have the sliver. It's the perfect thing. We can oh, come back. Tulip oh. sliver's still there too, mm-hmm. and Amelia's still there. I would love if the next season focused on Amelia. That would be yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think she could be like a mentor figure or something to the new main character. I think all these characters we've seen could show up. Like I'm especially basically everyone could show up in the next season except Tulip because she's yeah. The train. But I... I'm okay with that. Tulip's done. But I would love to see more of the Sliver. I'd love to see more of Amelia. Like it's just incredible. Like what I if love next that. season was just about Tulip Sliver. Like that would dude. Be, that would be incredible. That would, that would be, be incredible. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope. I, I mean, I think I assume it's not happening. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, I'm really excited about next season. But back to this. Um, so the one one twist. Uh, I, I agree that like the two halves of one one, and he was supposed to be one. He split into two, but he's still two when he's uh, strapped into the the control panel. Um, I agree that's not explained. Um, so I, that is a little bit unsatisfying. What is I think very satisfying is the stuff that happened in episode six about Tulip like uh, going through the change and um, 
him being like this being of order. Um, I think that makes a ton of sense with this ending because yep. he's like running. Like, I think it also supports this idea that the train is just a force. Um, like he's just running the train. He's trying to fix it, keep it moving. Like it's just a thing that's going and, and one one's in charge of it. I think that um, like that other, that orderly side of one one uh, really fits into the whole of the train and the story. And yeah, there you go. Um, I, I really like what, I, what we did with one one. I was like, yeah, we have to answer what's what's up with one one. I am satisfied with the most part for that. I would have liked the two sides thing to make to make sense more sense here. But if that's a question we're gonna continue into next season, then I think that's okay too. It's okay also if it's never answered. I mean, it was very fun having those two personalities the whole time, and even if it doesn't make total sense, I don't think it needs to. I guess it's not the biggest deal. Story, world. yeah, um, and I like that he retains at least a little bit the two, the two. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. He doesn't assimilate and lose his identity. That would be bad. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk the conduct. The conductor is the big question we answer the 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 backstory with Amelia and Ulrich. Um, it is Ulrich. I, I'm just like, oh, Code Lyoko. I'm just and like, uh, oh no, I thought I thought that <laughs> oh immediately God. too. That's only Ulrich. Uh, <laughs> definitely named after Code Lyoko. All right. Book that. Um, <laughs> Amelia, kind of close to Aelita. I don't know. Oh my just, God. Oh my God. No, it's no, like no. it's like a Code Lyoko crack Move ship. Past okay. Um, so <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking. Yeah, about. I don't I'm either. Sorry, I heard on Network. No. It's relevant. Um, I'm the, not a weeb. Remember, it's a show. show. Wow, are you calling me out? It's fake anime, okay? It's, it's fake anime. It's oh, a French boy. show. Yeah, made uh, uh, oh. Thomas, who creates Ladybug, worked on it. Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I reference Ladybug here. So Ulrich and Amelia, the backstory with them. So we get the t- the mechanism. I also don't understand how the tapes work. That was not explained. Um, and uh, but I guess I don't know. Maybe that Train makes sense. Magic. With, <laughs> magic. They seem to serve the purpose of helping people cope. I guess by seeing what's making them happy. I don't know. Or it traps oh, them there no. forever because I... they're not ready and they starve to death I... and die in the train. There's a lot of things here. That <laughs> Owen, Owen make... I think on the AMA said there's cars with food on them. They just didn't show them on the show. Yeah, How do they have access to the food if they're not supposed to leave their car? So that is yeah. Well, okay. Here's here's what the crystal car. She'd never get any food. That's so true. (laughs) Here's what's interesting: the you're not supposed to leave your car stuff came from Amelia, but she's not the real conductor. What is the real purpose of the train? Amelia co-opted the true purpose of the train for her own uh, purposes. So but she was still I, being a conductor. She just wasn't doing as good a job as the last person. I mean, I think <laughs> maybe the train wants you to walk. I would say the train probably does want you to go throughout cars. They yeah. has doors and it connects oh. to each other. Yeah, I think puzzles. And there's puzzles to solve. Yeah, I think that's what the show is saying is Amelia wants you to stay in place so she can like work on her own thing, I guess, and try to resurrect Ulrich. And it fits her her trauma because she wants the world to stop while she tries Mm. to figure out what's going on. She wants everyone to sit still while she tries to make her perfect little car. And then when she's done, then that and then the world can reset. Then people can start going about their business. But until then, she needs to figure out her stuff. I love that explanation. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But the train itself, I don't think wants that, which is so... um, People can go to the the the, the food car freely. <laughs> Apparently, so what is what's it called on the real train? I also wonder where's like where's the like sleeper legit car? Or where's Italy the or something? No, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Legit Italy had uh, pasta. had pasta. That's pasta. confirmed. So I'll book. Yeah, with um, Nancy. Yeah, can we have focus on Nancy next season? Have oh, that'd be, yes. that'd be fun. What if we bring Tuca and Birdie back, except it like merges with Infinity Train for season two and we're <laughs> uh, crossing the beams? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, you don't want this to be a kid show anymore. Got it. <laughs> for the, yeah, for the record, in the uh, in an interview, Owen, Owen did kind of call this a kid show. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, but he, he called it a kid show. So I think that's interesting. Really? I don't yeah. know. I, they were trying to kill each other with tire iron. It's clearly much darker. Yeah, than Marvel, yeah it's but, a lot darker. But I do think I do think ultimately it has like a the, that Cartoon Network kids-ish perspective. But it's it's like all the shows are like all over but the place. But this is not like... Kid kid show is like just such a loaded. You know, it's about a kid. It's 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 about coping with parents getting divorced. It has that perspective. There, there's no it's bad a kids words. show in the same way yeah. Avatar is a kid show. You know but exactly. I mean, right, 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 right. And Avatar yeah. is a kid show. So it yeah, doesn't it mean is. like the main target's a six year old. I mean, the main target's actually more like teens and early adults. But it's still it, it has more in common with the rest of cartoons lineup than say Adult Swim, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um and. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, the 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 memories with Orc and Amelia basically they uh they uh what they I don't know. They're not much too but they, they you know they they fall in love and they graduate and they uh <laughs> yeah. And then it seems like Amelia dies but actually it's Oric uh, who died and she's like running away and um then uh, she this train comes and uh yeah, I don't know. I I think all that was um really incredible sequence. Uh the twist of you thinking it's it's Oric but it's Amelia. I like it. It was effective in terms of tricking you. I'm a little unsure what the purpose was too much of the twist, but I, it's certainly effective. Uh, Just because the lady always dies for the guy. Right, died. right, right. So, so it certainly plays with expectation. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's why it's yeah. a twist. But what's the purpose? You know, what's it for? But it is, it, it was is effective. The perp- that's why it's there. Just to be like, surprise, you thought, but actually it's a lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, crazy. I think probably narratively you're not supposed to just have uh, surprises for the sake of it, but I don't know. Um, there, I think there's surprises in that it's um it, it, it I think I think the effect is it like narrows you into Amelia like very quickly. It's like, oh, it's her and here's what she went through and it's like puts you right into her into her her frame of mind, I guess. Um and it, I mean it did for me, so Yeah, I think so. And also I was like, is his name really Ulrich? I think I heard that right, but Amelia I was like very clear that that was her name. So I was like, that's let's go with that one. I know her name at least. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's more important. Her name's easier. <laughs> yeah. It's more common, I guess, here. But uh then uh yeah, then she's she's inside we like at some point the robot thing comes off and she's inside and then she gets ejected from it. Um I I was like, did she merge with the robot? Like, did she like turn into a robot? No, she's like just uploading her conscience. She just made it a mech. Silly. Yeah, she, so she, silly. dude. Well, how I, I want I want to know how she made this mech. It's incredible. Like she built. Well, they, yeah, they were they were engineers. Yeah, that yeah. Is it. yeah. Um, wow. that's how she's built everything. Uh, the shades of uh, last season of Ruby with uh, the old lady inside a gym mech. <laughs> oh my god! Do not. Don't this you was dare. better. This one was better. Than that. Not you dare. <laughs> All the parallels. Yeah, don't bring. Yeah, um, and uh, I don't know. I like that she was inside the mech. I I I like that there's a real person there. I it it made it more tangible. Like like this is like. I guess, but also, like, to me, it felt like Scooby-Doo-ish, like, pulling the mask <laughs> it was off. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you thought it was, but, like, an actual robot, but it's just a person all along. Yeah. <laughs> a person all along, because that's what Tulip's thing was about. Tulip had to connect with people. Yeah, if it was yeah, for them. Person, but, mm-hmm. what do you, but she was connecting with Atticus and one one and they're not person. people? But that's not, like people like those are those are characters those are her friends but this is someone that she disagrees with this was her reaching out to someone she disagrees with or someone that she feels hurt by and that's the whole point of tulip's arc being able to go ahead i was gonna say it's also she's reaching out to someone who's 
like maybe not going through the exact same situation, but is still like suffering a loss or going through again, like the emotional turmoil kind of situation. And so like, like Atticus wasn't going through any type of emotional turmoil and Juan Juan was just, you know, trying to find his mom. (laughs) But But uh, yeah, this, this, this just acts as like a really nice, like mirror to the Chrome car. We're in the Chrome car. Tulip like could offer this solution to the person in pain. This was Tulip realizing that she couldn't always have a solution. Like she just had to be like, "I'm here for you, but I can't help you right now." And I think that was like a nut- the last lesson for her. Like it's it's an inverse of that, where she that's, a, that's interesting. Yeah, she like that, that, definitely at least for like connecting with a person extremely similar to that. And then yeah, I agree. That's like a lot a lot of what her arc's been about. And. uh yeah, I, I like it. Just, I like it being a tangible person. You know, it doesn't need to be she was inside the thing. So literally, I don't know. I, I agree. It felt a little uh, there's a lot of things, but there's a lot of things that feel a little uh, silly for lack of, you know, there, there's a lot of silly yeah. things in the show. So yeah. I think it's it's appropriate to have a little bit of that. Um, Plus, I think I liked that she was like, I like her being in the Mexu kind of sort of being the villain of the story versus like her just being a person because I, I don't know, like, it felt more right to me, and I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much if it had just been, like, a person in a cloak the entire time. Like, it sort of <laughs> What was, the, what was like, the point of the blanket? The blanket was because her was husband her her husband. So she had to wear the blanket to remind herself of him and also use his voice changer, which was a little weird. Oh, and yeah, she... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, she could have built the robot to be her fake husband, but instead she climbed inside it, so she was both, like, herself and the fake husband as the conductor yeah. and that's what gets like a little convoluted and silly to me she climbed in inside memories she was of trying her husband to comfort her but michelle she was trying to create a world that had yeah. her and her yeah. husband in it like that, that's 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 a big part of her the, the, yeah she was trying to create a world which would bring warwick back i guess was. but and it I, would bring him back like result in him being like a separate entity from that, i think i think you're right michelle but i think amelia is so far gone that she doesn't get that the wrong word you're right Dylan. but you, you get what i'm saying like she's so lost in her like she's at this point she doesn't care yeah like she's yeah. she just wants some so some like, she, part of she him. can't disassociate from yeah. like the memory of her husband so it like manifests physically around her like i'll i can understand that <laughs> I, th- I think it's a great motivation and yeah on, on, ultimately i feel like uh amelia really didn't do anything wrong amelia did nothing wrong hashtag that's why i'm of... so mad at the train like the train put so many numbers on her it's like oh you're gonna build a robot that's 20 like 200 more numbers <laughs> oh you're gonna like build a fake car for yourself that's five thousand more numbers <laughs> more numbers but, but silly. <laughs> can, can we go back for a second you just said that she did nothing wrong she tried to kill a dog and a cat like well, yeah, the, the underlying reason she's just like trying to do her own thing and the train's like so mad at her it's like oh you're never getting out of here now and that's the part of the train i don't like okay so well so the, choose that i think that's like a reasonable way to view this and i think that's like a good critique but i think i think like the the what the show is presenting is like um it's not that the train was like mad at her it's just that she was moving further away from this uh this the, the thing that naturally the train like lets the number go to zero it's like yeah. it's not like a judge thing it's more of just this train is the... can't be neutral because it is it is declaring a, a yeah. line in the sand for a right response and a wrong response that implies a morality like either way 
Yeah, it, it, it cannot be neutral if it gives you consequences. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, mean I, like, I think nature in our world has consequences, but it is kind of neutral. But, but um, mor- morality is different depending on which like philosophy you follow. And I, and I agree with okay. you, Michelle. Like, it, it has one it, it has a line in the sand but you don't know where which which rules it's using you don't know what rules of morality the train is using because it's using some rules well I, it, I like that i like that it's not too specific because then it really would be that it's it has it has a specific position so i guess in that regard it's good that they didn't enumerate completely what the numbers mean because then it is like then it really fully would be like the train is judging you and like yeah. uh, but at least like it's like here is a thing that you know like it, it has it has its own set of whatever that guide it to so well, like isn't it. that still just judging, but just by a more vague thing that we exactly. don't understand? But yeah, it's still exactly. judging. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't like, make it good. So I think I mean I think judging is relative uh, to wh- how we're viewing this. It is it is just but it's happening. the act of judging that is an issue, not what it's judging. I like by. I do I, I definitely kind of agree that like I I don't know why the number system is naturally happening based off of like something that to us seems like a moral judgment. Um, but it's not like the train is evaluating AC, or I mean, it kind of is because yeah, it, it is about evaluating, yeah, it evaluating is. you with literal numbers. It's like it's it's not like thinking about it, right? Like it's it's like yeah, I think evaluation means thinking. But, but yeah, I mean, how do you think okay, Dylan, Dylan, it, it might not be. Dylan, it might not be thinking, but let's say like it has a program. It it has a program, and what you do in action, it goes through that program like a like a, a right, tree. That's and it's like, is it good? From, is it bad? Is it good? Is it bad? Yeah. And there's some rules to that tree of deciding whether you lose yeah. or gain numbers. And that logic tree was either made by someone who did evaluate these actions, or the train is making these logic trees as people make actions. And either way, it's evaluating things that people are doing. And it's from make- our, I, I agree. From our perspective, it looks like it's evaluating. I'm not convinced the train is like made by someone. That okay. would be. The, but like, I, I, I this is yeah. like this is what I. Yeah, and I also just like don't want to not place the blame in the hands of the train because the train's the one in <laughs> charge of making these decisions. So like, yeah, it. It doesn't I, seem like the train really is making decisions. I, I would, I would, I would certainly argue that. Like, I think at some, if the train was created at some point, decisions were made. But as functioning now, it seems like Amelia took it off course from like just happening, and now, and she's like making decisions. But, but, but Dylan, it one decision. It Amelia, like, Amelia is separate from the train. The train has been trying to help Tulip get off it. By giving her the number clues the whole time. All Amelia's been doing is trying to keep her in one place to keep her out of the way. She is purposely trying to stop Tulip from doing the thing the train wants her to do. So I think that's a pretty important distinction to make here. Um, yes, I mean, so the, the numbers are different from Amelia, right? So it's just a matter of how you're viewing this. Like, the, 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 it, the, is the train, like, trying to help by moving the numbers, or is the, are the numbers just moving? Like, I mean, they're, they're the same thing, but it's, I guess it depends on how you view it. Like, I don't see, like, specific intent on the part of the train, but, I mean, I guess, like, without knowing how it works, like, there has to be that somewhere. Even, it, I would say, like, the, the intent was made when it was, like, created, um, by whatever or in the inception and it's just yeah. running automatically now but that is still like intent yeah i do I think wonder... this is i do think we've identified probably the the thematically weakest part of the ending which is um why why is the tr- why is the train having anything that the the viewer associates with like morality like why like why is it picking tulip up and making her go on this journey and like uh all, all that does feel weird having having finished the show 
And if I may add, the reason that this is important is because, as has been mentioned multiple times, this season is ostensibly focused towards Tulip's character arc of yeah. her coming, doing this journey of coming to terms with the changes in her life. And if she was able to do that all on her own, which I think that the show is trying to portray. Trying. Yeah, yeah, like if yeah. she's able to do that all on her own, then it's something to be praised, something that feels feels like cathartic, that she's able to get to a point in her life where she's able to do that. But be, but if you see the factor of the train being the one nudging her into doing this and saying, this is the right thing to do, you have to move past this in order to continue your life, it, it depending on how much um, emphasis you give that part of the story will affect how much you feel that Tulip got here on her own. And I think that that's a big, big piece of how effective this this season is because a big part of it is Tulip, right? Tulip coming to terms with it. And it depends on like how much, how much credit you're giving to Tulip and how much you're being, you're kind of stuck on, well, but the train made her do it. So what? Well, oh, how, yeah. how am I supposed to? How am I supposed I to work with that? I don't think the train made anyone do anything. I'm just saying that you have to be. You have to work well, I, on. You have to improve yourself in such a way that only fits the train's ideas. And, like, and my, my interpretation sorry. would be that's the train making you do it. So it, I think exactly. It's yeah. Oh, okay. Because okay. like yeah. to me, Sarah, it's like so the 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 train appears when it senses that you're running away from yeah. something in your life, and it's like, all right, come here, person. And then you get on the train and you go through cars, and some of the cars have puzzles that are specifically there to to make you think about something or come to a small realization that inevitably leads you to this ultimate conclusion of how to confront that problem in your life and move forward. But the problem is you can't leave the train unless you get there. And yeah. that's the thing I don't like because that means you are still beholden to the train and, and you can't really make a lot of choices. You can make either right choices or wrong choices according to what the train's there to, to, to quote unquote help you do. And like, I do see that moment at the end where Tulip like doesn't immediately leave as like maybe the writer's thinking like, oh, see, yeah, she's taking it back into her own hands. Now the train's not just telling her to go. She's choosing not to for this good reason. It's, it's a good reason, but the rest of the journey up to that point, like still kind of has this problem, I would say. And that's like kind of what I'm getting a little stuck on in terms of like, how satisfied am I with this conclusion, especially for something as like heavy as like divorce and to having to reach a place of forgiving her parents and just accepting it and being able to go on with life happier, like on the level that all makes sense. And like, yeah, that is a great thing, but it's also like, that's, such a complicated thing and I feel like the divorce didn't happen that long ago and that just adds to the whole like the the, the train having her there and her not being able to leave until she like literally gets through it as feeling a little icky to me honestly I I think the issue with the train and it it, it has a similar problem and I sorry I really liked everything you said, Michelle, and I think no, I no, agree with go, everything go you said. Go for it. <laughs> but um, I think the issue with this is if we dig into this, it has a similar problem to a lot of other stories, a lot of other – like the first example that pops into mind, I, I know there are better examples, but this is one that popped into my mind. Oh, is that if you think about like Harry Potter, like if you oh. think too hard about the early stories, the early books, like Dumbledore is just doing everything. 
Like, Dumbledore yeah, yeah. pushed everybody to do everything That's here. That's a good point. So, but we like, don't like Dumbledore. Dumbledore, like, but no, no, yeah. No, no, but, we, we like but, Dumbledore. Dumbledore's <laughs> awful. Okay, Michelle, you, Dumbledore, people, we're supposed to like Dumbledore. <laughs> Come on. Michelle, this has nothing to do with what my point was. Please. Okay, no, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> my point is that because of that, because Dumbledore's doing everything, are the choices Harry and company making, are they important? Do they matter if it's just Dumbledore pushing them to do stuff? Like... I, I think this is like a circular thing. We go down where like you have to decide what causality is and what agency is. And I don't know if we're at a place to make that decision. And I agree that at the moment it looks to me that the train is forcing Tulip to do something. I agree with you. But okay. I also think that this is still a journey that Tulip genuinely had. And I think that yeah. her reaching these conclusions on her own essentially were really cathartic and good to watch. Like the Chrome car is still the Chrome car whether the train forced her to do that or not. And like, I think that the, she didn't do what the train told her to do. Like she just did what she wanted and it happened to be just really what, what we saw, which was great. But at the same time, I don't want to put everything on the train car. Cause we can just keep going down this rabbit hole. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to kind of summarize the argument and I'll take my position. I think that, uh, when, for person, I, I think what Michelle is saying is completely like valid and like a way that a lot of people are going to interpret this. And I think that uh, that's like unfortunate. Like it's it, like so all of us kind of agree that the train making it that the train like is you know we have this whole argument whether it's passing judgment or not. But to, for simplicity, like the train passing judgment about when you get off the train is icky. So like, but to me, um, what really matters is tulips journey and her actions on her own on the train and so i think it like almost doesn't it to me it doesn't matter much that when you hit zero you leave the train it's like all about like tulip like accepting things on her own and it's like i think it's going to be whether you buy that the train did that for her or not which was what this whole discussion was about i think the show like made every attempt to whether it's successful or not your mileage may vary i think the show made like every attempt to say that this was tulips uh actions mattering on her own volition every step of the way and i like really bought it i really love that part of the show um tulip is like constantly like grappling with whether she should care about this mythology that's going on inside the train she puts the glove on in, on her hand at some point at the beginning she's like rushing through she super cares about it then she doesn't care about it at all then she like puts the glove on she's like i don't care and then she like comes to peace with it and it's like it's whatever um the fact that, like, it hits zero when she gets off the train, that's, like, almost independent from the fact that she got to zero. Like, she got to zero. Yes, the train was a vehicle, as we talked about. Like, the train is a ve- train's just a vehicle for what Tulip went through on her own her own emotional journey. I think the show is so focused on that journey. I want to get it, give it every credit for, like, her going through all these things on her own. And the train is just a vehicle for that journey. And, yes, when she accomplishes that journey, she gets off the train. But it doesn't matter. She accomplished that journey. She did it on her own. I really think it's... It's like totally her. I agree. A lot of fantasy stories have this kind of question slash problem of like how much agency do the main characters have? I feel like Tulip had way more agency than um, I almost ever see from these types of stories, considering the like higher forces around her. And I love how much the show gave her that. I think her saving her friends at the end and not getting off the train was another example of that. I think the show is like aware of this from it, the, the way it was constructed and really tried to get you to the point where you think that Tulip did this on her own. I agree with everything you said, Dylan, and I think that you help me understand why I'm okay with this, because I think that there is a lack of agency in how she gets on and off the train, but between those two points, yes. I think she has yes. complete agency. Yes. She has, she is in control of what she's doing. There is an argument that, like, she starts acting in ways to make the train 
let her off. But I don't think Tulip ever does that because she doesn't know what the number does because she doesn't know. It's mm. like it, it, to make reference to another show, like The Good Place. Like you don't know where you're going until you die. You don't know whether you're going to the good place or the bad place in in that show until you die. And Tulip doesn't know what the number means until she gets it to zero. And so she can't know that she's doing the right thing for the train or not. But then in that case, why do they have a number at all? Like it feels, it feels like yeah. the number. It, it, there's, there's. I, I think there's still things we need to understand about this show. But I do think that the agency of Tulip is clear, and I really like her. And I think she was in complete control of what, of the change she had in her life during the show. I mean, I think that I think the, the change she had in her life is totally under her control. But I also just like you, you, you can't get off the train I unless know, you I reach know. that. You know, that's the thing that just really bugs me. Plus, like, I I don't know. I mean, I think like if this had been like a different problem she was also dealing with, because again, like the, the the whole like she has to come around to her parents and see their side. Like that also feels like a separate weird thing. But like in terms of like Tulip's characterization and being able to like do all these things, not knowing how the train wanted her to act, I think says a lot for her own agency while she's on the train. So like I totally agree with all that. I, I yeah. think, April, where I think, do you stand on this? I, I was gonna say, like, I think that, like, I, I love the, I love that, you know, Tulip was able to come to, you know, the, to, I guess, like her opening her door to get off the train on her own. Um, but I wonder if, like, something that we're missing from that is because, um, what is it? Uh, Sarah brought up the Good Place, and so, like, at the be at the beginning of the good place there's always like the architect or whoever is there to sort of like greet and welcome you into like the good place saying like hey this is where you are I'm, well at least that's how it is in the show and spoilers for i, I don't care <laughs> anyway um <laughs> but, but so i wonder because the other thing we have to consider too is that tulip is getting on a train that is not operating under its normal circumstances and so i wonder if mm. like Normally, when people get on the train, like the conductor, you know, comes and says, mm. "Hey, like we understand you're under a lot of like whatever you're you're doing this, like um, you know, you're here to like figure figure it out, figure out your place in that, and then as soon as you come to that, then um, you can get off the train. Like maybe I that's like, maybe that's why one one was in yeah, the car. Yeah, is that why one one was there? Yeah, in the first yeah. place, maybe something happened with. Amelia that caused him to but, forget. Uh, yeah, but Amelia like wipes his memory, but he yeah. still like, follows his programming and yeah. goes to describe. I love that idea, April. Like that's that's kind of like I feel like that's what we're missing from this whole like number situation, and like the, that would also explain too, because like we we all feel, or you know, it's been expressed that like we feel icky about the whole point or the number thing. <laughs> But that it's because it, I don't think it's been fully explained. And I think that it wasn't also fully explained to Tulip and therefore wasn't it fully explained to us. Like, I think that, like, if we had that piece or if that piece existed, then, like, I, I feel like I would be, like, way better. Like, I would feel way better about it. Like, and so in in my realm of acceptance, I'm like, okay, I'm just imagining that or, you know, until I'm proven wrong that, the, you know, this isn't the normal circumstance. And so like in, in a, in a better situation, like Tulip would have gotten that explanation versus like not knowing what the number means. And then like, you know, again, like if you don't know what something means, like it's hard to like, 
it's hard to care about it. You're going to ca- catastrophe. Uh, I can't think of the word. I can't say the word right now. Like you're going to like think the worst of them. Like you're going to go from like one end to the other. Like you're going to care so much that you think that like your life depends on it. And then you're going to come to a point where you're like, I don't care about this number. Like it doesn't mean anything to me when it really should have. But I think that it that's just the missing element is someone there to say, Hey, this is what it was. So yeah, I think that's I, a great... I like that. But question April, if that person was there. So if you hypothetically heard them tell you exactly what to expect, and then you said to them, okay, cool. I want to leave. I don't actually want to do that. Can I just get off the train now and go home? Would ah. they let you? That's M- the question. No, I have. maybe so like, yeah, I, I they think... might like, we don't know. They could. For, for, first of all, right now I'm imagining one, one as uh Ted, Ted Danson, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, that's like one one. Uh, greetings. Uh, you're dead. Like yeah. Like the, the, it's yeah. That he rolls up to. Um, I, I guess he's not supposed to leave his hole, so I don't know how he communicates. Maybe yeah. like comes, uh, maybe, maybe like a TV the, screen. The steward. The steward. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the steward. Uh, greetings. Yeah. Like. Uh, <laughs> and if you try to just leave immediately, it shoots you with its its gun. Oh, rip, rip. So I, I think if the explanation is just here's the point system, then I think it maybe plays into the like Michelle's fears and that like it's almost better if you don't know because it's like, oh, here's the rules I have to follow to in order to gain acceptance. But I also think it's a great point that like Tulip enters the train in abnormal circumstances. That's what we learn. Maybe normally. Yeah, the person could just let you off. It's like, here's an option. Here's a therapy train. You can go on this if you want to, or you could just get off. Like maybe the conductor says a lot more things to you that like uh, would uh, be a completely different circumstance than Tulip. I think that's totally valid. I also think that's like very true. Like we're going to see maybe next season the train's normal operating procedure and it could be very different. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Amelia's still on the train, so will, will it be yeah. Will, will, will she be a foil? Or will or, yeah, she rip one one off the hole again? Yeah, she could. Yeah, that's true. Tulip left. What's stopping her? From yeah, just nothing doing it is again? Stop- Maybe Atticus is the only thing stopping her. That's this true. Time. Atticus is yeah. gonna bite her. Yeah. Okay. But she's she's learned her. La- she's learned to try to cope now, probably, and she'll wander off into. And then in like episode five next season, we'll like encounter her like living in some hut and uh, like that's how it's gonna go right i um, like that yeah. like her her actually like working on her situation versus like trying to destroy yeah i think like everything. vaguely trying to work on like accepting but also like her resigning herself to her fate since her number got so high it's like i hear i'm like trying to build a life here so i feel like that's what you know it's like how could she ever agree lower number enough um but yeah, I think maybe there's context that would help the number system um, to come. Um, either way, I feel very, very like, at least personally, I really connected to the journey Tulip went on and the agency she had throughout. And I think like, at the very least, I totally see like the writing process and how they attempted to uh, to address this every step of the way this season. And I like see the reason for all these things now with, with Tulip caring about like her view of the train. Um, and it, it makes it work really well for me. Um, we can come back to this too. I, I don't know. Sam, do you have any, do you have any, uh, takes on, on anything with the numbers or how you're feeling about that? I have no feelings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that the key to get off the train is to not care? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, is, 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 did Tulip do better when she st- stopped caring about it? But I don't know. Um, the, the, uh, here's the part we haven't talked about in terms of the reveals we get. The beam that we thought was like, killing you and bringing you up to the sky actually brings you back to the normal world and uh i think maybe it really does kill you because earth is not very good wow what if earth earth (laughs) (laughs) Earth, Earth is death itself but what if uh, what if tulips in like a simulation now that the train brought her what if the infinity train is 
the best possible scenario for living. It's kind of great. Isn't that oh, better man. than life? Like you don't have to work. Like you can just do encounter infinite. Uh, we're not like we're not slaves to capitalism. You oh, we're back to this is purgatory. And- <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it better? I, I think I think Tulip should have just stayed on there. I don't know. I would. Um, <laughs> would like, you, yeah. I love you guys, but I would like Sam. Which car would you have gone to if you stayed in the Infinity Train? Well, you can go to any car. So just... I feel like the yeah. Italy car—that's a strong contender, right? But I mean, if if you have one, like controlling the the cars, like to be like, hey, find the best car, like do it right. Yeah, now. is would one be helpful to you? I yeah. like the pencil car where they have like <laughs> the pencil bank car, <laughs> and then they bank. write with a pen. I like that. <laughs> it's all—it's a bank though. Why is it a bank? Okay. Um, Why not? <laughs> uh, I, I believe one of our patron Michaels called this on Discord. The fact that you're not actually dying, you're going home from that beam. Um, so that that was good. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, no one. It's just a positive like resolution. In such a dark show, it. that was like yeah. The, yeah, like the complete subversion of the uh, the. I, I guess the the cockroach dogs still like are a thing, but it's yeah, like, they, they they're kind of that's screwed real. over. But yeah, like, like why, why, why were they out? Why are they sucking people's life they, force? They got that? off the train. Also, what is the outside? Right, like we still it's don't really hell, know what that is. Obviously, purgatory. Um, Okay, I'm glad. I'm just very glad we didn't do the it's purgatory ending. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. We we kind of don't. It seems like the outside is its kind of own realm, like the internal train running thing. Like it, like maybe it picks you up on Earth, then goes back to run infinitely somewhere else. Um, but yeah, those are questions still to be answered. But I, we addressed the cloud sucking thing and so in the beginning we saw someone going home and we saw other passengers on the train too on the screen that the conductor had so there's other other people and you get i guess you can see their number too on that um so i thought that was like very satisfying too seeing that there's a bunch of other people there um you're not alone when you're dealing with harsh times that's sometimes the biggest lesson clearly clearly are they isolated yeah clearly uh therapy train does not believe in group therapy like Uh, not all together (laughs) but also like i feel like the train is a lot larger than it's supposed to be (laughs) no you don't think it's supposed to be infinite well so amelia is is building cars yeah because amelia was like constantly building cars trying to get what she wanted so i feel like is is one building cars we don't really know if one on his own would build. well the the cat implied that he is yeah Yeah. i think he he does but like he doesn't build them like excessively does yeah, it's, it's at the at the very least, it's in which she's building at a, a more frequent rate. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Also, I like the Infinity Train had a start and finish car. Like that, it had a thing. That, okay, so a caboose. No, it had a caboose, a caboose. Not really infinite, is it? Like it has a thing. And maybe the other side is infinite. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because the cat said like it never stops building. The, like it's never done. Right. So it, it, inf- infinite doesn't it mean it has literal infinite cars, but mean that it's infinitely increasing. Yeah, the, yeah. I think so. Or, well. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's I, I not think what we it means it like infinity in terms of like it's always going to be present. Like there will always or it's always be moving cars. and it's always there. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's always you know maybe like some of the cars will stay the same, but maybe like they'll like switch around and stuff because what is it like they were able to sort of like maneuver their the car that they were in towards the front of it, and so I feel like oh like this car needs repair or this one's been retired. Like, let's redo it. Like do it again, send it back out there kind of situation. So I I think something that we haven't really touched on, like that I really find interesting based on like what we're talking about right now is that like the storm is part of the train. 
Like it, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. and like there's the, these infinite cars or like not infinite cars apparently, but the storm is part <laughs> of it too because that's how they get on and off apparently. Like that's the thing that gives them the door to Earth and back to the train, or at the, or at the very yeah. least, like the light t- is the light tube the storm, or is it separate from the? It, it's the, it connected to the storm when it took that first person in episode one. Yeah, and it, maybe it's the ver- like a wormhole situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very least, it's like part of the location where the train is. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's it, a- it physically is connected to the train in some way, which means it's part of the train. Like by or that, like it's connect- It's capable. The train is capable of interfacing with it. Yeah. And and yeah. either way, I think it implies that that is part of this system. It's part of what's going on. Yeah, it's part. It's at least part of the system that the train is built, or whether it's created or not. I to- I totally think it's like a wormhole, and the train was like built to interface with the wormhole in space or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I I don't. I also just like kind of reject like such specific like. Uh, ideas of like how it's created and how it works and stuff it just it, this finale is like very far away from that into like like cause causative um ideas of the train's origins like we're really not interested in that in here um one thing is the the so that we talked about the, the cockroaches and the gun which was the cannon from the the train and how it turns you into cockroach and then tulips like firing it and it's turning other things into like corgi things and um uh, this is one part I didn't super it didn't really come together in my head fully what's going on yet. I want to rewatch, but um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the the cannon. Does anyone have an explanation? I, I talked about that earlier, Dylan. I think it's like making rails or something. Like it, it can change things into other things. So maybe it's using it to make a path it can take. Yeah, what does it change it yeah. into? Like I think what it's is just it? like it's on the cockroach dementor setting, but you it's can a, change it's that. Set, that it's yeah. a setting yeah. wheel. To something yeah, else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it, That's what it, I was confused about. Yeah. Where's but it's the also make, it, I think it's what's making the train track that's riding on. I'm saying. Yeah, that, I mean that seems possible. Yeah, um, that the idea that it was part of the original train is interesting, at least. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I want to. I need. I want to go back and rewatch it. It was a key part of the fight at some point, so I would like it to have a more con- con- concrete, like, logic to it. But um, I don't know. Uh, I, I really like that. Uh, really, this finale tries to coalesce everything from the series. We have the donut hole maker. Tulip has the pipe in, it, and she has a sword fight with Amelia with pipes. Like, uh, yeah. I thought that was so cool. Uh, uh, These. We yeah the, the uh it, it, the, all these kind of concepts I think are I guess we didn't bring back like the multi tool or something um but uh we we, we, we had the multi tool with the when we were like redoing the ball car okay that was that was there too yeah because okay. she was nice. using it to like cut wires yeah. and like put them together oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like it, that. Oh yeah, like, in, in the beginning back. of the first episode. No, 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 no. When she, when she, remember they used the arm of the steward to, to do open the, the train car. Oh, yeah. okay, it was there. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, there's a lot here. So sorry if I'm not keeping track. Of it, a lot happened. Right yeah, right a lot started, yeah. Like I, I still am not like I'm still waiting to see like a screenshot of like all the other people on the train because like it went by so fast. But there were like at least ten other people on the train. I, oh yeah, I want to see. Oh, yeah. see they all had much higher there. numbers yes. than Tulip too. I was like, dang, Tulip must be way smarter than the average train child. <laughs> <laughs> or I think it just well, they were like, like adults. I feel like too. I'm yeah, yeah. Or she I'm got Amelia got. Yeah, Amelia up, was right? there as an adult. But I, I think it more had to do with like the level of trauma they were dealing with because Tulip was dealing with her parents divorcing, but Amelia was dealing with her spouse dying. Like those are different levels in my head of that. Like, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're not the same. <laughs> yeah. But that's part of why I don't like that. So, like, Tulip was gone for a real amount of time. And if you're getting over your dead spouse, you really don't want to deal with that. And the train locks you away for, like, 40 years. It's 40 years of your life gone. I, I, I don't think, think that's I think, fair. I think I also disagree with 
that because my understanding of the train, like it obviously is not stated, but the parents aren't freaking out. So my understanding yeah. is that she just gets teleported yeah. back at the moment she left. The problem, also, I think, we, we I skipped think, to seven months later. By the way, yeah, so. yeah, we don't know. Uh, yeah, so o- Owen on the AMA today on Reddit said that time passes normally on the train, same as real life. Oh, so, so she like, was gone for months. Wait, wait, so we just glossed over her parents like yep yeah so, I, we, we did, it seems like we missed a scene of like two wanted missing posters for yeah Tulip. yeah right but the seven months makes sense if she was on the train for a few months but yeah we missed we missed the part where it was stated that that was a literal amount of time i guess that's not too relevant to the story they're trying to tell whether she gets transported back at that exact moment or a few yeah. months later it's not as important but it still feels a little weird that like we don't it talk be about nice it. to know that would be nice to know that yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, how about that ending where she's seven months later and her dad is actually picking up her for her, her up for camp? And, I, um, she's, she I says, mean, that's nice of her dad to follow through. I, I don't like this because I don't think it has anything to do with Tulip's change in character. Like this, she is definitely happier. She here. says, "I'm ready for anything." So that's the thing. The reward she gets for doing all the trade stuff is her family's happy because she came around to them. And that's part of what bothers me. Like, a, a divorce involves several people. Why does Tulip have to be the one to just, like, be fine with everything and be the one to, like, fix her family dynamic? It's more well, complicated than that. But the ending isn't complicated. It's just, like, everyone's happy and fine now that Tulip's calmed down and accepted reality. I, I, I definitely see that point, that. Michelle. But, like, yeah. what I'm upset with is that we don't get tulips side of this like we don't get her talking to them we don't see how yeah, her getting better yeah, like exactly. affected this happiness like maybe there was a conversation that clearly outlines why tulip or how tulip made this better but as all we see is that tulip shows back up and suddenly the life is better which yeah. doesn't really make sense with yeah. just tulip going through with this um i'm not saying like it's bad i'm just saying like it feels like this was just we didn't have enough here in the epilogue like we needed a little bit more to see what exactly happened when she went back i don't think it, un- it was certainly very short um i think that um it, this is not about like we see tulip's perspective on this tulip's parents were having their own infinity train arc at the same time as tulip mm-hmm. was and they were uh <laughs> they, they were but uh, they were they got a trade. They got to go to the grocery store and buy cookies when they How wanted some time. How do you know? How do you know they weren't on their own? And aren't we all, uh, Michelle, aren't we all on our own medical Oh my God. No. So, no. So, no, we're not. We so all have choices. We have agency. Yeah, we have agency. That's totally different from do the we? we have We have yes. some amount of agency. I we have the illusion of free will. Let us have it. Yeah, we have the illusion. wasn't allowed to have it. She made her own illusion of free will on the train. Doesn't the train ultimately represent capitalism that's binding? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, it's basically like a dressed-up prison. It locks you away it's to have a nice That's what, that's what capitalism. But it's is, a prison. Right? Like, god, it's real life just like that anyway. Right? I'm telling you. Yeah. Real life is a much bigger prison train. That's a tiny prison train. Oh that's the name for the train, Michelle. I don't think it's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so then, why did she have to go on that prison train if life? already a prison train then i don't know okay. ask owen that <laughs> so, okay so here's, what, 
not here. It, you okay. missed the AMA. Like. It was earlier. Uh, so uh, my view of the ending is that it's not like um, this is about like acceptance of and change in life, and um, it, it's not like everything's fixed because Tulip like learned to accept things. Everything's fixed because it's like later, like things will eventually right themselves. It's about getting past these disruptances in life. Like it's not like everything was instantly better. This took a lot of time, and now at least her dad can pick her up from camp. It's not like everything's solved, but um, like they're better because time has passed and Tulip has gotten through this hard part in her life. That's how I view this. Uh, I think that's what they want us to feel for sure, but I feel like that's that, how I felt. that ending isn't like how I felt. I was just I, like, well, it was, it was certainly very short, very short, now. and you don't that's have a lot of time. Weird. I, I yeah. think the problem is that we didn't have this third, like we didn't have this three beat where we had this first like scene where she was with the chrome Tulip or the, the, the sliver, and then we had a scene with her with Amelia, and we needed that same scene with her talking to either her mom or her dad where she's like, understanding what they're going through but she's voicing her own concerns as well like she didn't it didn't feel like the parents conceded tulip's feelings back in a conversation like it's clear that the parents love tulip but tulip didn't get to have that conversation with her them like about it like tulip didn't get to hear that from them in a conversation i think that's important um, I would have also liked to have seen a scene between Tulip and the parents. I kind of I understand why we didn't do it. It's a short show, and the, that would have been a lot of time in the finale yeah. to spend I mean, back on Earth. But like the whole catalyst, to it. yeah, because like, like she her she argued with her mom, and that's what set her off on the journey yeah. to begin with. So she didn't even get to talk to her mom at the end as like a nice frame closure. And, and also, it was because of mis- of a mistake from her dad that this happened. Like they yeah. both were part of this. They both metaphysically sent her right. I, think, I think I would say it's not about the mom and the dad. It's about Tulip and her right. having coped with this time in her life. Who even cares about the mom and the dad? But it just seems like, oh, Tulip went on this like amazing journey to find this uh, like set of acceptance. But then at the end, they're showing like, oh, look, her parents finally figured out how to get along with each other. Yes, like, it's almost exactly. Kind of, it's, and that's like the problem, like, I guess maybe that I had with it is because like, it's not, I wouldn't say like, it's almost like, I don't know. I want to use the word discredit, but I feel like that's not right. But it's almost like they're discrediting like the last 10 episodes that we watched mm-hmm. and like this huge like transformation that we got out of Tulip's character, you know, and then in the end, like, oh, look, her parents figured out how to get along while still getting divorced. Like how great for them. Like, I think that the ending would have been way more effective if like, we would have had her like going back home and then just a scene of like her like even just alluding that they're they're going to have a conversation like her parents are worried about her and her saying like like okay let's talk or or something and then mm-hmm. we can do the 7 months later tulip your dad's here okay yeah. and then like that could have ended it like it was like the time allotted you could have like formatted it differently or used it differently. I think that's a really good point because I think my kind of issue with the, the divorce angle of this is that like, the, I love like Dylan and Sarah's perspective of like, this is about Tulip's growth and Tulip learning things. And she has autonomy on the train and she doesn't leave when it wants her to. And that's all great. But then it, all of that kind of gets boiled down to she's forgiving her parents. Now they're happy they can move on together, hooray. And that feels a little simplistic and a little disingenuous to it being about Tulip. Because if like the, the if it's not like 
about her growth. It's more about like, oh, she has to not be selfish about the divorce and they're hurt too when they're not happy and she should realize that. I mean, that just like feels a little weird for how we're ending on it because I think it should be more about Tulip than about her parents. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I personally, I mean, I think that's like everything's valid. It's a quick ending. I think these criticisms are valid. I personally saw it all about Tulip. <laughs> um, I like, I, I think I, I feel like I got it. And what it, I mean, not got it. That sounds like it was right. But I feel like I, it, the way it hit me was that like Tulip has got past this. It's later. Um, and it gets better. Like life, life will write itself and get better. You'll move on from grief. You'll move on from what you're going through. The point, the point of showing them, like the dad there, like it's like things things can get back to normal. Things can can move on even with this disruption in life. Tulip can be happy again. Um, like it's like showing like she's happy. She's she's accepted. She's gotten through it, and she's happy. Like it's the happiness is the key, not the like everything sticks with the divorce. At least that's how I saw it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I on one hand, I feel like I could have used a conversation with the parents. On the other hand, I feel like this this small scene communicated everything I said, at least to me, with without disrupting the powerfulness of the previous stuff that we got on the train, which I feel like is the, you know, is there a lie or like not taking away from it or not losing the momentum from it in the ending. I think that's probably the intent there of doing it in a short way. Also, you know, it's an 11 minute show, um, which, you know, they why is, why didn't they make the show 22 minutes? Is it just cause it's on cartoon network, but it's like a script driven show 11 minutes. That's very weird. It's, it's interesting. You, they could have extended out the finale episode too. Like, yeah, because, yeah, I guess pacing wasn't an issue in this. In no, this no, like, never. It all, like it fit very well. Like a, a lot of those episodes, Felt like it, it it began and ended really well. So like time timing for most of these episodes was not an issue. But finale maybe it's different, but uh, yeah. But I don't think switching to twenty two minutes would have been the answer. I think I think it made such good use of the eleven minutes. I yeah. think even in the finale too. But I think like uh, the, if you want to say like the, the ending should have been a little longer, I agree. But you also could have done that in eleven minutes too. You could have uh, you know it's not like we needed a ton more right from the ending. Yeah. Um. I, and I was fine with what we got, but I also I also see the other side on that. Um, what, what else? What else we got here? I mean, so we had a lot of the cat here, Michelle, and we the did cat. get cat, cat redemption. That was cat. wonderful. We got cats that are good, dogs that are good, like that. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that aspect. Shocked we got cat redemption. I, 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 I'm shocked too, but I like, I will take it. Like, please give it to me. Validate the, cats. The yes. show is like, I, Michelle, I know you're pissed at other parts of the show, but here's the cat redemption, okay? I can always like forgive that. Thank you for giving. And I love that we got the name of the cat. It's the cat. That's the cat. That's I awesome. love it. Yeah. Um, also, I want to c- compliment the usage of Atticus in this show because, like, when you get him in the pilot, it's like, okay, well, he's going to be like a side character. That's fine. But, like, somehow he ends up being the emotional part, kind of a Tulip's emotional linchpin, along with one one. But, like, yeah. he, he's a very close connection to Tulip throughout. And it feels very triumphant when he's able to be transformed back. And it feels very sad when he's turned into a cockroach. So uh, Atticus, and also, like, while he's just being Atticus, like, he's got, he gets funny lines in pretty much every episode that he's able to be Atticus. So, like, I, I really appreciate Atticus's usage in this show. And, like, the way that Sam connected to 1-1, I connected to Atticus in, in this miniseries. So, like, he, he's really sweet. And I am glad that he got a bigger part than I was anticipating in the show. Atticus comes back. He's he makes his triumphant return, and uh, he's he's helping and fighting. And yeah, yeah. This was I mean, considering Atticus was just like this um, 
dog king kind of joke concept in the pilot. Yeah, it's like I think he had such a uh, strong arc uh, for, for in the show here, and one one had such a strong arc, and most of all, Tulip had such a strong arc. That's like a lot. This show accomplished a ton in ten episodes, like character wise, yeah. plot wise. Like it didn't do high level stuff we thought it was going to do, but like it instead focused in on the these characters in front of us and uh the, you know we got, even got like a pretty in-depth arc with amelia these two episodes too um i don't know there's there's so many aspects here i'm impressed with um and what oh, anything else we didn't i mean we haven't done some some specifics here um but uh i think we hit on most things from the finale so i don't know michelle any anything else or any closing thoughts on the finale of infinity train uh I want to have more conversations with Sarah about it. I want to be convinced that this was all great and perfect and they did everything right and I can sleep happily not feeling like a jerk. But as of now, like I I feel like they they got like 85% of the way the way there to like a perfect ending, but they missed a like, you know, that last 15%. But having said that, like I think like a lot of the lead up to this was really good. I feel like it's just like that very last episode that I was kind of like, what is happening? What does this mean? Uh Uh-oh. But everything, like nine episodes out of 10 were so, so good and connected so well and got me so invested in all these characters. Like I read Alex, like I'm not a huge dog person, but like I was so feeling Atticus. (laughs) I was very upset when he changed. I was very like relieved when he came back. I'm like, still like we've known him for like six months with like an episode a week we've known him for like five days so that's like a, a true testament to the character building in the show so i think like all like so much applause for the team for working on this like is there first is there first season maybe next season's gonna like just like blow us away even more so like i there might be a little room of improvement for me but i, I think like they did a stellar job and they should be super proud of themselves regardless yeah, I don't think you're a jerk at all or anything for ta- for not liking certain things. That's va- valid and allowed. Um, and uh, <laughs> I still feel even... bad. Though, like I like so much about this, and I don't want anyone who made. But, but it I also, to feel- you know, like I also don't think me who loves like large parts is also saying it's perfect either. Like you said, eighty five percent. I would say like ninety five percent. I love. So like that's pretty close to where that's we're, we're close. at with that's this. Close. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, that's all interesting. I don't know. Like, I feel like pe- it's uh, the, uh, are people going to have issues and place blame on the finale like you did? Whereas I'm probably going to rank the finale very highly among these episodes. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's a, a lot of times with shows, it's hard to like differentiate the ending from like any problems you had with the overall thing. I agree. Like that, that can be that can be hard. Um, Alex, what, what, how about you with uh, anything else? Closing thoughts, overall thoughts on Finney Train. Okay, so first two thoughts. Uh, well, two two thoughts. You first, can tell first, 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 <laughs> yeah, first wake up, all, Alex. <laughs> first of all, what if? This is all a sick joke. Ulrich faked his death. He built this train to force Amelia into finding herself because she was emotionally distraught. And Ulrich is the true creator of the train. Alex, that would be so cruel. Exactly, it would be. Oh my it would God. be a very Why? dark, dark ending. <laughs> Why would to you suggest this? Because he <laughs> is a, he is a missing link. He's a, a dangling Chad in this tapestry, and we must figure out what his purpose is. And his purpose is to be the puppeteer of all of this moralistic nonsense. Okay. 
What is a dangling Chad? Uh, whatever. Anyways. No, it's a thing. You look it up on Google. Anyways, uh, and my second thought. This show is like when I take a ride on the train from Philly to Stanford, where I used to live. The destinations themselves are not they're ones I'm familiar with. But the ride is always interesting because the train goes by very gorgeous places that you wouldn't normally see when you're driving along the highway. The speed is is much faster than you'd go on in the car, so it gets like a different rhythm, you know. And it feels very comfortable because like you're in a nice seat, you're not really worried about the, the stresses of like dealing with traffic and stuff. So like being on a train ride is very fantastic, even though like once you get to the end, you're like, eh, and at the beginning, you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm all ready to get on the train. That's kind of how Infinity Trade was, you guys. Like the ride was really great, and I enjoyed the show a lot. The ending maybe had, had some issues, but like we were, whenever you ride a train, you got to get to the end. And, you know, that wow. you got to take it wow. however, however it comes. As long as you... En- well, <laughs> Amelia is on a very long train ride, Michelle. Okay, okay. So you're just saying her train ride's not over. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 she'll reach the Californian coast someday, um, maybe ride into the Pacific Ocean. But, uh, yeah, her, her ride will end as all our rides end, maybe with a, with a plup. But enjoy, enjoy the journey, man. And, and, and this you, was a really ex- awesome journey. Thank you for your extended train metaphor about the train show. I, that's a good way to close this <laughs> Well, so I think it's a good point, though. Like, the journey of theorizing and getting the episodes in chunks was, like, literally the funnest part about the show. Which, which I think is yeah. the point of the show, too. Yeah. I think that's what they're going yeah. for. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sarah, uh, anything else or closing thoughts on Infinite? I mean, I had them, and then... Alex did that. You're distracted by the train metaphor. <laughs> yeah, I, it was. Okay. It was a chat. I took your breath away. I yeah, you could. That, that's a word. <laughs> um, I guess I. I just really can't. I, I. It's like a day later, and I still can't get over the Chrome car. I really love that episode. It was so good. I. And I, I'm just so glad that it did have the importance to the overall plot that it did because I just think this is such a good. This this show, not just that episode, but this show is just such a good representation of how empathy works. Because I think shows kind of some media sometimes shows empathy as just being nice to other people, and sh- but this kind of goes the step further and goes like this is what it actually means and the way it works, the way we learn it, the way we show it to other people. And I kind of find that incredible. It's not just Tula being nice to people; it's showing how she connects to other people so that she can be nice to other people. And I just, I don't know. It's really beautiful. Some of the, some of the things we do in these episodes, especially in the finale in the Chrome car and in the uh, crystal car, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, I just really like it a lot. Yeah. Nice. Um, April, uh, closing thoughts. All aboard! Dan, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I think this was like a, a very solid first season. Like I I really really enjoyed the show and like I'm I think I said la- yesterday and it continues today like I'm very excited to rewatch this. Um kind of get a little bit more time to process before, you know, you ask me questions and put me on the spot and I feel silly giving answers. But um, you're a podcast, like you agreed to do this. April, <laughs> you're, you're doing great. Don't you're doing even great, worry. April. You are. Yeah. Thank you. 
Um, I didn't need that. I really wasn't fishing for a compliment. But <laughs> <laughs> you still got them. Um, thank you. Uh, so I, I just, I really enjoyed. Like Tulip was such an amazing character, and like I, at, at no point did I like have regrets about watching this show. Like immediately, I was like engrossed in it, and I was like, I need all of this show. And luckily, Cartoon Network, you know, fulfilled that promise and gave me the entire season in a week. So. Thanks, guys. Um, also, just a little bit disappointed we never actually got to hear the the Crazy Train song. On, yeah, Tulip didn't sing Crazy Train. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the show was done before the promo was even a thing. They didn't know about how do we it. Know the, how do we know the promo wasn't based they on the ending of the show? They you know, easily, it could have been. easily included it. Easily. I, I would have loved one one to sing it. That would have been incredible. <laughs> I'm going to give all this feedback to the writer who whose idea that was. It's going to make his day, but he's also going to be very confused everyone liked it that much. It was great. It was great. <laughs> what if Ozzy Osbourne created this train? Oh my God. Maybe, I think he, maybe I think he, he did. Maybe he first saw yeah. this show. That's true. I'm Can we do sure this before it. Alex like, falls asleep? Um, I don't know if sleep. I don't know if it's tiredness or just... Uh... <laughs> What's the symptom of uh, it's 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 getting uh, off the it, train? You're, you're disoriented yeah, when you yeah, step off the train. Yeah, yeah. It's like a serious hangover. The, the tulip, train, the tulip needs an adjustment period here. I mean, come on. We're all on a train, and the train that Alex is on is judging him right now for his actions. Well, much like the you all thinking the train is judging yeah. them. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Sam. Closing thoughts on Vinny Train. Were there any foods in this episode to do a hot take on cold foods? I don't I think there's onions at onions. the end too, again. Oh yeah. yeah. Onions. onions are fine, but I would not eat one like an apple. <laughs> I um, think most people agree. Yeah. <laughs> a few things. Happy birthday to Ashley Johnson, who is the voice yeah. of yeah. 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 I don't know how old she is, but it's her birthday. Um, you know, the train really is a good amalgamation. That's not the word. Um yeah, a, a good uh, composite of the world and how everything kind of sucks and you have to make the best of what you have despite being stuck with no meaning and no promise of things getting better you just gonna have to stick with the people in your life that you've chosen to go on this journey with and that's really what the true infinity train is Wow. It was the friends we made. Oh, no. <laughs> Along the way. Yeah, bring it home. Yes. <laughs> love Thank you, Sam. Sam. Thank you. Wow. That was a yes. great speech. I love one one. Yay. Yeah. yeah. One I, I feel like well, yeah, one one I feel like one one's one of the standouts here. One of one one well, like, um, I, I know that we don't like capitalism, but like if Craig <laughs> did make a plushie of him. <laughs> I've said that. obviously we'd buy it yeah come I, on I would buy it for myself on, and not share it plushie. Would the pl- <laughs> does the plushie Just like come you. apart or does it stay in one piece oh, right? like, man it should come apart maybe it's like that, a little bento be a box so you like though. twist it to open it and put food inside yeah. or it's an onion it's not a plushie, cover then. you know they have those plastic onion covers onion co- cover <laughs> that's not merch yeah, making they get one one onion cover no million dollar idea Okay. Well, Michelle, you pitched that. To... Yeah, you could. Be, you're in the position. You're actually in the position. <laughs> yeah, you're closer. Yeah, you're the one. You're the one we should be talking to about the plushie. I mean, come on. 
Come on, Michelle, make <laughs> make a plushie. Make a plushie. I don't give us a plushie. Personally, I have to find some felt first. Give try. us a plushie that when you squeeze it, it sings "Crazy Train." Yes. Stories. <laughs> a voice box. Yeah. Okay, it's make, happening. Make one one say onions have layers. We definitely DreamWorks. You guys, you're asking for very expensive copyright requests. You know what they bought? Like the the licensing to what was a word up by cameo and crazy train by Ozzy yeah. yeah i mean cartonary so this new warner media style like, they have the money right they have making this new platform yeah. they have the money for this yeah at a high level so somewhere the money's somewhere you give, give it to <laughs> the them. money is somewhere apportion your whole budget for <laughs> one one plushies the highest on. executive in the land and demand half yeah. his salary for these plushies i, I mean yeah, you know I mean, what that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> really <I> mean, redistributing <laughs> the wealth so into uh, in the form of pl- one one plushies. yeah the yeah. trade is capitalism like we were talking I about so. i mean i really think the train is capitalism <laughs> <laughs> i think we're on to uh, uh, but, uh, but in terms of Ashley Johnson, I was I was rewatching well, Cartoon Network Marathon before, and I just uh, particularly noticed how great she was in the Chrome Car because she's just talking to herself at several points in that yeah. scene. It's, they're playing two characters on completely mm-hmm. different things. She has bathtub. Like, really wow, it reminded wow. me, Dylan, of Young Justice with Superboy talking to Superman. But like, no, that, stop! Don't my don't God. don't that podcast isn't even out yet, so we can't talk about. It, but it's not, it's, not, <laughs> it's like Rick talking to Morty. Yeah, that's well. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. That's... Yeah. I I definitely it seems like I'm definitely higher on this finale than I, I thought it was a really really great finale. I also have s- some some reservations, but I think they I think they stuck the landing for me. I think this whole show was like so good, like start to finish. Um, I I mean I'm like I mean I was rewatching it before. I want to rewatch it again with the context of the ending. Um, especially I watch the ending, see if there's more than what we're seeing and stuff. And um, I don't know. I think this is like I like it so much. I think this is like instantly a top tier show. Like. Like right there with like Steven Steven Universe Bojack. Like I think like this is my favorite show of the year so far. Number one. Um I I I absolutely love it. Love so many so many episodes of this. Um you know, I I I maybe I want to take a step back soon, see the whole thing, see the ending, but um I just love this experience of watching it, love the show itself, love talking about it with you guys. So glad we had everyone on here at the end. And Aww. wasn't that crazy? Yeah, it wasn't that crazy considering. Yeah. Very long, though. That's it, fine. This podcast didn't go off the rails. I think for most people, this was an infinite podcast because they'll never reach the ending. So that's fine. Oh, that's no. Eh, we've had longer. That's true. Uh, at some point, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when's uh, when's Infinity Train D&D coming? That'll be longer. <gasps> you have to just get back to Ruby D&D first. Yeah, Ruby first. You can get back to... You You have to send the invite, you know? I, like, never, never mind. Let's not have this argument. We can all be people on the train. Oh, I, I, I call Water Blob Man. <laughs> I call Randall. Okay. You we did this, we could be We could be you OCs, though. We could be OCs. No. Okay, it's gonna be not fun. But on the train. Who's, who's Tulip? Uh, I, I, I'm glad, Dylan, that if we do Infinity Train D&D, like my job would just be to somehow make infinite ideas for cars, because you would just That's run true. through everything. Yeah. You would just run through every single <laughs> one of them. I, I roll to sprint through ten cars yeah. in a row and yeah, see yeah, what they are. Yeah, you all ten of them are. <laughs> okay. Fail. Uh, the, the tray. <laughs> when did Tulip narrow to run? Uh, Look, stay tuned for Infinity Train D and D. That's coming soon. I That's a guarantee. Uh, th- thank you guys for li- sarcastic, by the way. Thank you for listening <laughs> to uh, our Infinity Train podcast. Um, 
let us know what you thought of our discussion on the finale, all, all, all of the podcasts at overlyanimated.com. Um, if you want to write to us about what you thought, email link is there. You could leave YouTube comments, youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Come talk with us personally at our Discord. We're hanging out there at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Um, and if you enjoyed this, please consider supporting us. We can do more coverage like this at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron of podcast, Kent, a.k.a. Kent Brockman. Thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, check out a bunch of other stuff that's going on. We'll see if we have more Infinity Train podcasts in the future. The finale revisited more intense debate and arguing over the meaning of the finale. That's coming soon. Yeah, that, yeah. that'll probably happen. Six okay. hours of Infinity Train finale coverage. Oh, boy. That would, I mean, yeah, that, that's what we used to do with the, the core and stuff. I don't know. I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's deserving of, of the, the, the extended finale treatment, so we'll I mean, see. we could probably do another two hours easily. We could, yeah. Just, just me and Michelle. Michelle does want to talk to you about things, apparently. I just record do, I that. Do. And just have a personal conversation. Record it. We'll stick it up as a, a bonus podcast. That's fine. That's how, that's how podcasts are right? It's our recorded personal conversations. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Philosophy 102. What? Well, because it'll be like a philosophy class if we just hear Michelle and Sarah talking. Oh, my God. More, more oh, good place. That's very flattering. I take notes. Okay. Okay. Thank, thank you guys for listening to our philosophy discussion and other things. And uh, all, all our... I don't know what else we just got. That's it. It's okay. That's the end. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye. Closing Bye. the doors. Bye. Bye. <laughs>